pay a hatin' from the sideline. Get your own shit. Why you riding mine? I'm a good fella kind of late. Stash you ladies in the safe. Puffy, hold me down, baby. Only female in my crew. And I kick you. Oh, oh, oh. Come on. I build head skills. Crystal still. High bills in Brazil. About a million ice all right saints and sinners tailgate what's that day what's that day Cause you know today, obviously I know because I work in a corporation. But today is July seventh, twenty twenty. I don't even want to get my eyes checked because right. I'm seeing some bullshit. Well, yeah, some uh, all about the Benjamins. There, uh, Pat Mahomes, the reigning uh, Super Bowl champ, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, big contract. Uh, $150 million. It can actually get over $500 million with incentives. It's a major deal. Uh, it, this is this is biggest contract in league history. This is like a baseball contract, what a lot of people call it, as far as the length of years. Guys in the NFL get beyond a five- or six-year deal too often. Uh, so this is, you know, new territory. But Mahomes, I mean, how do you argue with this guy? You know, two full years as a starter. He's actually going into his fourth year in the league total. Remember, he sat behind Alex Smith that first year. And this guy's had, you know, the last two years. I mean, it's hard to top what he did the last two years with the 50 touchdown season, uh, the 5,000 yards passing, and eight MVP season. You know, edged out our Drew Brees uh, last year. Amazing season. You know, well over 4,000 yards. Actually, had the injury mid-season with the dislocated patella. Came back. Had a huge comeback win against Houston in the playoffs. Led his team to the Super Bowl win over the 49ers. I mean, this guy, look, right now he's got a chance to be the best ever, in my opinion. I mean, Tom Brady is that guy right now. I know Saints fans may not want to hear that. I mean, I love Drew Brees. Drew's definitely in that top three conversation. We love Drew. But Brady's got to be considered the best ever with the six rings and what he's accomplished. But, you know, Mahomes is a 24-year-old guy. You know, that team's built for the long haul with Andy Reid. Pretty solid defense. Not great, but solid. Um, you know, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Nicole Hardman, decent offensive line to add Clyde Edwards E. Lair to go in the backfield with Damian Williams. I mean, this team, they could be poised for a nice run. I mean, Mahomes, uh, you know, in this age where you got Drew Brees at 43, Aaron Rodgers in his late 30s, you know, Andrew Luck retired abruptly, you know, before last season. Uh, you know, the, the competition gets a little bit thinner. I mean, there's still some great quarterbacks in this league, but, you know, who's to say this guy can't go on a rampage and win four or five titles, you know, in the next five or six years? I mean, I mean it's hard to do football, but. I guess my question is, how often does a guy, from the first time you see him play, like this goes back to the last start he had in his rookie year because he started the last game of the year just to see what he had. Right. And you right. know, he showed off a lot, you know, honestly. Um, right. Then his first full year, you know, I I, I said he could throw for 5,000 yards, but did I really – I mean, yeah. you know how hard it is to throw for 5,000 yards 
in a year. Not well, too many people have done it. I, I can tell you nobody in their first four years a starter. Absolutely. Uh, and 50, that team won, too. That's the difference between some guys down. 5,000 yards and no win. And he won. And, you know, they were winning teams. Team was an offside penalty for maybe winning the uh, two straight Super Bowls. Absolutely, they had they had the 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 uh, the Patriots on the ropes in the playoffs. Look, I, look, and I I believe yards are slightly overrated, but when you're throwing for five thousand yards and you're that close to a championship, it obviously means something. I mean, Dak had the five thousand yard season, you know, didn't get to the playoffs. Jameis Winston last year, the high interceptions with the 5,000 yards. How many Drew had one of those 5,000-yard seasons, and we were like a mediocre team that year. But yeah. I'm saying this guy threw a 5K, and they were one of the elite. He's extremely you're, dependent on this kid, and it only makes sense to lock him up to that kind of deal. I mean, is this guy – right now, what you look at, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously the best in the league. I mean, is there – you know, I mean, would you? Is there any way to even doubt this decision? I mean, they had to do this. Personally, I mean, I've seen a lot of guys play the game, and I mean, I respect all the guys that have played before. You know, going back to Joe Montana, Steve Young, some of the best players I've ever seen. You know, play the game of football. Tom Brady in a in a particular mm -hmm. uh, surgical type of way that's always going to make plays down in the stretch in crunch time. Yeah, John Elway. You know. Great players, but I've never seen somebody as talented as this guy. I mean, just his – I mean, every part of the game, he's just like – he's just like so much better than most people he goes up against. His sense in the oh, pocket, knowing when, knowing when pressure's coming. Like, he, you know, guys are around him. You know, havoc's happening all around him. He's looking down for right. He's moving subtly to get out of – to you know, to get away from the defender. He showed his right. offense in the playoffs this last – this last run, I mean, and he can make yeah, I mean, every single throw on the field, and he has some of the best accuracy you ever seen, and he has the balls to make those throws. Well, yeah, I mean, there's some guys with great athletic talent and arm strength. I mean, look, there's some guys like, you know, I'll throw a couple names out there, but we still don't know how, you know, Lamar Jackson's still very young, but I mean, some people say, hey, does he have the the leadership? Is he, is he cerebral enough? You know, Matthew Stafford's a guy that has never gotten over the hump. You know, some break it up. You're giving me the well, long pause. But don't have the cerebral side. What's that? You're breaking up. You're giving me like some super. Oh, you, long you there? Pauses. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm good. How's it well, look on? I don't know if you caught. I'm good. I'm good. Let me. I don't know if you caught what I was saying over Lamar Jackson. Maybe some guys that are pretty damn talented. Oh, maybe figure out the cerebral side of the. So you gotta give them a little more of a free pass, but talent. That don't have the cerebral in the match, you know. Mahomes is so smart, man. I mean, he's right up there in the elite territory as, as one of the you know most headstrong quarterbacks out there. Well, I, I would throws that no other player can make. I wouldn't go so far as to call Lamar Jackson a dummy. I mean, he, you know, he's he's still a pretty smart player. No, 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 I'm not saying that, but I mean, we don't know. He's a young guy, but I'm saying. Matthew Stafford, Lamar Jackson, maybe they're the cerebral guys yet. Mahomes is, you know, he's right around the same age frame as Lamar. And, and you know, Matthew quite some time now. But I'm saying, they're, I'm saying they're dumb players, but they haven't owned the cerebral part of the dumb player. But that's the thing. I'm talking about like a Tom Brady, Russell, Russell Wilson, Caliber, Aaron Rodgers, 
24. You know, he's got the Cerebral in the league for 15 years. That's what makes his, his feet. Uh, right. Back in January, the Who That podcast. I can't, I can't understand. Point, this guy scrambles. Let, let me. Can you me, hear me? I can hear you. I can see you, but Jersey's yeah, lost. Yeah, you're breaking up. Yeah. What you're saying. Too, man. I don't know if we got a bad connection. With a lot of breakup now on my end now, too. Uh, it's, it's not It's not looking so hot. But anyway, you got me? I was looking how it looks on uh, my phone. I'm just trying to make sure it looks the same. Yeah, you're breaking up. Can you get the words that are coming out of my mouth? Uh, no, you're like freezing and uh, you're very pixelated. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But, I mean, I'm, I'm running through um, now. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's nothing to do with the wife. Uh, what's going on? Got me or what? I think your sounds good on the uh, on the overall thing. It's just hard for me to to, fig- to figure it out what's going on with. No, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, let's uh, Patrick roll with Mahomes, it, man. Uh, Here we go. He's the closest as you go can be little- uh, to a goat after three yeah. years in the league. And if this guy stays healthy, no, I mean, my thing is this: there's a hard time not seeing. Can you hear me? You got me or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna guess every other word you say. Well, I don't know. It's weird. But on my end, too, like I said, I don't know why, but um, I got some of what you're saying. But, I mean, the gist of his time on the cerebral side, he, that's unmatched. I mean, his dad was a big match. Pat Mahomes was a pitcher with the twin. Um, you know, I, I think that gave him a little bit of edge. I mean, you see the sidearm throws in a different that you with. And, and not many quarterbacks can pull that off, man. I mean, there's very few that are able to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, to me, that that has something to say for itself. Yeah, no, I mean, you never yeah, see. Yeah, just the. Um, <laughs> yeah, not only, I can't tell you, you know, got me or not. Even with all the skills that he that he does bring to the table, it's it's some of the highlight plays too. I mean, he's got that in his his bag of tricks too. I mean, you know, he's probably one of the most fun quarterbacks to actually watch play the game. I mean. It's yeah, you know, it's like every, it's like that kind of got me. of difficulty stuff, like like when Kobe's playing, he's not gonna just take the hard, the easy shot. He's gonna he's gonna take the hard shot even when he doesn't have to, just to you know put on a show for the fans. He's got that. I mean, he's got that. LeBron, that Kobe, that that you know, um, Tom Brady. I would say to an extent, you know, he's got that superstar swagger, man. Mike Trout. You know, he does things that no other quarterback can do. You know, it's simple as that. Uh, but it was fishing. I mean, Kansas City was, was went up in the draft that year, uh, 2017. They got him. Um, you know, hey, that move, it ended up being uh, a major deal for them. And, I mean, they got the best quarterback back a pretty good margin. Yeah, I mean – you know, uh, but anyway, boy, how how shitty is the the Bears organization to not only pass up on Mahomes but also Deshaun Watson in favor of a Mitchell Trubisky, a guy you like well, yeah, for a little while, but it's yeah. I mean, that's gonna end up 
Not that could end up being the thing that hurts that team long term, man. All right, so I mean, that uh, team, you know what's sad about the Bears is I think they have a decent amount of talent. I think their defense is the league, but the Bears are gonna be that's gonna hover over that cloud for years. Trubisky. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. They reached all that form that I mean, if you draft the wrong quarterback that high, it can haunt you for years. Honestly, I mean, if if they didn't reach out to camp, somebody should somebody should be fired on that team for giving up draft capital to take on Nick Foles' horrible contract. Unless he plays like the guy that won a Super Bowl. I mean, I at this point, I mean, soon for him, that that team's in trouble. I, well, I mean, they all move at all. I thought they'd be a bigger player for Teddy Bridgewater. I knew the cap thing wasn't too friendly for them, but I felt that they were great. You could have maybe swung a deal with Bridgewater somehow. Yeah, they had to spend all that money on all that. A little in. bit of mobility, good game manager. They had to spend all that extra free cap money on like signing like eighteen tight ends. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they did with that. I mean, because that team to me, they were a Bridgewater away from getting right back into that Final Four in the NFC conversation, in my opinion. You know, I thought they'd have been in the NFC if they could have landed a Bridgewater. I really think that defense is still legit. The offensive line is the best it's been in years there. They got enough field position players. But, you know, the Allen Rock, um, Terry Cohen, Montgomery, you know, there's some work with Nagy's creativity. Ball big time, I think, on the Bulls thing as well. But, hey, let's go on and let's talk a little basketball, <laughs> dude. We got the NBA coming in a few. We got Fucking we got, NBA's uh, back. back. Vegas saying Dak is the man. <laughs> hey, Dak's going to want a new – hey, let me ask you this, too. We didn't go – but imagine the impact this is going to have on two guys. Uh, Deshaun Watts, Mahomes' contract is going to be – those guys are probably, you know, secretly shaking his hand on this one because they'll uh, some little, you know, little extra uh, squirrel over the next few years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, quite a few guys are going to get paid. Hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to get, trying to get them a uh, response. Well, yeah, I, I got so we got some no, interaction that's cool. here. Well, Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, I think Dak's. I think Dallas is a little to me. Houston's a little bit of a concern. I know Chris Nall is going to hate hearing us say that, but uh, Deshaun Watson. He's always jokes about us ragging the tag. That situation going forward. Dallas is going forward. I think Dak will be there long. But Deshaun Watson, to me, Houston's got to – before he signs a deal, because he can get that – you know, I mean, Houston, that money around for a team that had a little bit of cap space. I mean, they got a lot of money. They took David Johnson. Um, I don't like the direction that team under Bill O'Brien. Decision at all. Watson, you know, he might get that money somewhere else. It's possible. Would you, uh, how you feel about this NBA restart, man? I mean, you ready to see it or what do you think well, it's going to be? Well, you know, ESPN has some rankings uh, listed. I mean, you know, the first two, uh, you know, you, you could flip flop those. Uh, with uh, Milwaukee and the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, way down there at three. Uh, but 
I mean, to have New Orleans in the middle of the pack, I mean, they're not really giving the, the, the uh, not, they're not giving the, the Pelicans much chance. I mean, that's, that's, that's barely one of the last playoff teams. So I guess. 15? Uh, 14. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, uh, you know, at the 15th spot, I, I was saying that most of the team don't buy that at all. I mean, you can't tell. I mean, I know Indiana was having a nice season. We're doing, but uh, the Pelicans on paper to me are much better than Indiana. Um, I, I don't understand that at all. And I mean, I think the Pelicans are going to be one of those teams. You know, I'm a homer. I love the Pelicans, but I want in shape is going to be such a big deal. We talked about it before the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Guys like Derek Favors and JJ Reddick, New Holiday, the veterans, the 30 year old guys on the team. You know, and like every other team had those guys too. But JJ, he was a little banged up right for the COVID stoppage. He missed a couple games. And Derek Favors, we all know this had happened with him when the season started. He lost his mother. And, and, and he was self admitted, man. You know, everybody understands that. From, uh, you know, having Derek Favors. in and out. You know, maybe a little mentally stronger. JJ healthy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm getting it the same way. I think the weather's really screwing us tonight. I hear. Yeah. I can't hear you. One, one, day we'll, one day you'll have a computer over there that, that, that so we can get to the people and not be like uh, uh, not a computer right here. I've been going through the phone and I find it's been working better. I can't hear you. Oh, no. As well. Your screen looks like Sega Genesis right now. I mean, I don't. You I don't know. Like I, mean, I see myself on mine. Yeah, <laughs> well, everybody in the, in the oh, comments man. saying they can't. You going in and out like, uh, like a how any good Friday or Saturday should end up. I, I don't know, man. I'm on a phone, so I mean, my Wi-Fi sucks over here. I'm not going from the laptop for that reason. It's a pretty shit company, especially out in Kenner, but. Um, the service seems to be terrible. Usually we get pretty good service, but I'm not hearing you either. I don't know. I mean, a lot of what you're saying is cutting out too, unless you're having a long pause. But I mean, well, I uh, guess we'll, uh, we'll be back at you can hear me perfectly. You don't know if it's because you're moving your hand, but uh, you're going in and out. In and out. Yeah. In maybe, and it's, out. maybe it's Kenner, dude. <laughs> oh, uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm having trouble too. I don't know. They might be get you too much. Anyway, uh, you can, you got anything from me? What's that? All right. Well, I don't know. I guess tonight, <laughs> man. I I can't really hear any. I guess we'll get back at it another night. <laughs> tonight, you know, go a little bit of a. Uh, the what? The one. The one uh, I'm not getting much. I, the one thing I think is like kind of kind of bullwinkle is the uh, the fact that Dallas is at six. Oh, I really don't think Dallas is that good. Honestly, I think they got a couple good players, and then you know, there's two players. There are two players yeah. and a good coach. So some re- some real guys that 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 probably should should be uh, playing in the G League. They ain't like the Lakers and got. You know, a lot of good role players. They just got a bunch of 
a bunch of guys. Nah, the like, Lakers are in trouble. Playing in the 90s. Look, I don't know, man. The Lakers are maybe two good role players. I, look, to me, the West, if you want my opinion about the West, to me, if the Clippers the Clippers should be the best team on some sleeper teams, man. I'm interested just yet. I don't like the weird small ball thing. I think it's going to hurt them at some point. Team early on in the playoffs, you know, but I think that lack of size inside is going to affect them. Um, Oklahoma City's a little bit of a sleeper. I'm a shocked with them. I think they're better. Than uh, but depth is a big thing, man. Depth is thing, if you miss a LeBron James playoff games, those are games y'all probably going to lose. I mean, you got to have depth right now. Same thing with Milwaukee. Yeah. But they can't lose the Giannis out yeah, of the if, Yeah, if Kawhi goes out there, the Clippers aren't going to win a series either. So. Yeah, but you still have Paul George. Paul George. George got to the playoffs with Lou Williams. Their Paul best George player. ain't leading shit and ain't nobody in, in no, out of the playoffs. That's, that dude is fucking... Yeah, Paul, that dude's a fucking boot. Uh, he's a fucked up uh, bat, uh, Robin. He ain't. He's he's nicknamed Playoff Paul because he fucking always chokes in the playoffs. Hopefully he can, uh, you know, kind of. Well, I can tell you this. Sir, that nickname because that's one, what he's going around. What's that? No, I mean I know you're gonna get to the Lakers thing, but AD's got one seven years. So I mean, I think Paul George and AD kind of cross each other out when it comes to that. But I'm gonna say this. That Clippers team got to the playoffs with Lou Williams as their best player. Remember that. There's a lot of good role. Coach and Doc Rivers they have a good defensive-oriented team. I mean, with I, the, the guy that can score I'm 20 points. basketball because the guy can't do anything besides score 20 points. No, they that's made the, the playoffs. Way that that guy is their best player. player. He wasn't the best player. I'm just saying. No, no, but I'm saying this. I'm talking about Lou Williams. Also, Lou Williams is their best player. No, just because he can Go score. Go look it up. I mean, he's not anybody's that? best player. He wasn't even a starter. Who, who would you say player. was the best player in that team? Who was the That dude that got traded to Oklahoma for one. I mean, that, dude, that dude's better than Lou Williams. Who? He could do a lot more stuff than who? Lou Williams. Who? The guy that was moved to Oklahoma. Who are we talking about? Who? Oh, Shai Alexander? Exactly, yeah. You're talking about SGA? Yeah. You're talking Shai about SGA? Alexander is yeah, he was, I mean, he's a good player, but he was a rookie. He was a very young. I don't give a fuck if he's Yeah, but he was a rookie, man. Come on. The only thing. I'm, I'm talking about Lou Williams. Man. That year. You're not going to tell me Lou Williams was their best you, player. You are dumbing down the people right now because. Just because you can score don't make you like the best player on the team. The best score on a That's team. That's not what I'm getting at. The best on the team. So you he tell me a rookie, a rookie player that they just guy the can't do and I like him. I Did you tell me he was their best player last year? Did you watch them? Because I watched them quite a bit last year. Trust me, I'm not saying Lou Williams is a great all around player, but he was the best player on that team last year. Montrez Harrell is better than that. Lou He could rebound and do oh, some. Oh come play. on now, come on. Come on, now you now you dumbing the fans down on that. All you I'm saying me. is this: where were the, the look? The Lakers last year didn't even made the playoffs. Once I mean, look, that's a different team. The, the Clippers made the playoffs with Lou Williams basically as their best player. You can debate it all day, say Harold's better, SGA's better. You know the real answer. 
I'm just saying this. Larry's better than fucking Lou Williams. Listen, all I'm saying is this. That team, it's going to be the Bucs and the Clippers, in my opinion. I think there could be some change, one or the other. I mean, there's a possibility. But here's the thing. This this thing is going to be different, this COVID thing. Uh, The Clippers, only my concern with the Clippers is chemistry. Restarting it again. I I think on paper they're the best team in the West. But the chemistry started again. That's going to be interesting. The Bucs can't afford Giannis not to be Giannis. I don't know. I like the support cast, but he's got to be MVP caliber 90% of the time in the postseason for them to get to the finals. Um, the Lakers, I think it's just going to have to be – I don't know how they're going to get – LeBron is going to have to go prime LeBron. AD's going to have to take it to another level, and I think they're going to have to get a consistent – it, it can't be a different guy every night. That doesn't work. They need to do is they need to steady guy. They need to they need to do exactly what they've done all season. Regular season does not translate playing, to championships. Regular season does not always translate to the last three weeks of the season. That's what they need to keep doing. They can do that, but I don't know, man. I think. I think they're in trouble when they get to the playoffs. If they match up against the Clippers, that's not that's not the matchup they want. That's a good, uh, let's, that's let's a good matchup for the Lakers. That's a horrible matchup for because the Lakers. they don't have any uh, playmakers on the Clippers. They can they get those guys play isolation ball. I, I and then I'm gonna tell you this: blocking in the league. I I don't know, man. I know you get C's going to be very homer, y'all, about this, but he knows damn well he does not want that matchup. I'll tell you this: I still say this. The Lakers do not want to – I mean, you know it yourself. You want the Grizzlies in that first round. I mean, you can admit it. You're going to sit there and try to be my two and not two, but you want the Grizzlies. You don't want the Pelicans in the first round. The Pelicans aren't set to win that series right now, but you do not want to play them in round one. You don't want the direction. You don't want Zion. You don't want the pace to wear your veteran guys down. There's a lot of older guys on that Lakers team. Danny Green's no spring chicken. LeBron's no spring chicken. Dwight Howard. The Pelicans' pace, Zion's physicality, you know, all the off-the-court drama, that, that's taxing on a team. The Lakers definitely want the Grizzlies. If the Lakers get the Grizzlies, their path gets a lot easier. But the Pelicans in the first round, I think that's the type of thing that can doom the Lakers, even though they probably beat a young Pelicans team that's probably not ready yet. I think that would be very harmful to Lakers' progress this season. It would be I, rough between it doesn't take rocket time the five game that. Pelicans series. But yeah, the physical. It may be. It may be. I'm not saying yeah, that. we're not deciding to win right now. The point and, is, and that's the running would definitely play. would definitely sharpen the Lakers and get them playing at a higher level for their next. Sharpen is not the word I would look for, man. I, I I'll tell you. I mean, I don't think sharpen would work at all. I think it's going to be a taxing physical series. It's. I mean, it's not the team you want to play. You would love to just play Memphis, sweep those guys in four, get the rest for a veteran squad. I mean, LeBron's 36, isn't he? I mean, was he 35, 36? I mean, this dude's not 25 years old no more. There's a lot of veterans on that team that need rest, especially after this COVID thing. I mean, this work stoppage, I mean, there's a lot of potential for injury with veteran players. I mean, the young guys, to me, I think the younger guys have a little bit of an advantage to an extent with this. I mean, the resiliency factor is going to be huge with this. So they're the ones that's going to pop them hammies. I mean, I don't know, man. I look at young guys. I mean, look, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm over 40 now, and I'm like, man, I see kids do shit and, you know, bounce back. Hours later, the shit that makes us bounce back weeks later. You know what I mean? I don't know. Look. But anyway, here we go. Restart's going to be great. Baseball's right around the corner. Let me ask you this. We're seeing this with NBA players. We're seeing it with baseball players. Baseball had a couple of big names recently that announced they're not going to play because of the 
you know, Corona situation, David Price, Felix Hernandez, two of the guys have been a, two of the best pitchers of their time. Uh, Price with the Dodgers, Hernandez, so many years with the Mariners. Now he's with Atlanta. Um, but apparently neither one's going to throw a pitch this year. We're seeing DeAndre Jordan in the NBA. We've seen some other names as well. Bradley. Play. What, what, that's what I'm saying. Do you think that list is going to grow more before we get to the uh, July 24th uh, date? Well, with the NBA, I know there was a cutoff already. Uh, yeah. So there was a there was a period where you could opt out of playing right. for whatever reason. You didn't have to really explain yourself, honestly. Uh, right. Guys did get goaded in by the media to to tell why they didn't play. And I mean, Dwight Howard was on the on the cuffs not playing. He would have right. been a huge loss for the Lakers. But um, I don't. I think a lot of guys are going to opt out of the of the major leagues. Uh, guys that are safe financially. Uh, that don't have, that don't, uh, that are not on teams that they feel like they have a legit shot at winning, uh, you know, yeah. going deep into the playoffs. Well, um, that's the curious, that's the weird thing. I want to stop you real quick right there. That's the weird thing. I'm not, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the two pitchers, that's the thing about these guys that David Price, both of them are set for life financially. Don't get me wrong, but with the, you know, Price got traded along with, you know, he's over there with Mookie Betts that, you know, came from Red Sox. The Dodgers have been on a cusp for so many years of winning a title, that team, that's got to be a big loss for them with David Price going out. And the same with Atlanta. Atlanta's a team, you know, I always bug you being a former Braves fan and whatnot. That's a team to me that's a top three or four team in the National League. And, you know, Hernandez would have been their third or fourth starter, basically. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's the weird thing. These are guys that are in championship caliber, you know, situations. You know, these aren't guys that are just playing for, you know, a shit team that's got no chance, you know. I mean, that's kind of a strange thing. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, though. I think you're going to see more of those players opt out. But are you surprised that these guys are in those situations, yanking themselves out of it like that? Or are they just so terrified from what could be, you know, what could happen? I mean, is I mean, it just I mean, you know, first kind of thing? You know, most people that watch sports look at guys like that, you know, like they almost don't really consider that these people are real people. Right. You know, they have real-life concerns. Uh, they've earned enough money to where, you know, do with the motivation to to take a risk, and they got right. families. You know, they got real, real families that they were actually raised by parents. You know, yeah. they, they actually worked their asses off to get there. And, and they and uh, like all of us, they have a lot of information that's easily accessible and a lot of time on their hands. So I mean. They, they probably know more about this virus than even we do. Maybe they are making the yeah. right decisions by not, by not playing. Maybe they're going to be. Maybe so. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, nobody's immune. It doesn't matter how many, you know, dollar signs are on the paycheck. I mean, nobody's immune to this uh, COVID situation. I mean, yeah, it's a little scary. I mean, these guys, you know, are a little bit older, too. That's something to point out, too. David Price, you know, is mid to upper 30s. Same way with Felix Hernandez, who's been around forever. These guys, you know, they, they have children. They, you know. Like you said, they have their own families. You know, maybe it's a little different for a guy that's 24, 25 years old that thinks he's indestructible, that may not have a child. You know, the mindset might be a little different. But like you we said, think, maybe that's the thing with these guys. They're seeing all of these, life take over more. You we know? think all of these players are indestructible, especially the guys that play at the top of their, you know, top of their sport, you know, good yeah. you know, all-star players. And to my knowledge, no athlete has died from coronavirus. So, you know, people are – People like you know still see them as a Superman, but I mean right. act, actors have died. You know they had a famous Broadway, Broadway guy, 
and uh, yeah. the musician, I can't, I don't have it right in front of me right now, but they died of COVID. Some really healthy people have died of COVID. I mean, yeah. so taking people across, you know, all, all different, uh, you know, paths of life, but uh, yeah. maybe if, what happens if some, you know, one of our athletes died in the restart? What if one of the coaches? I'll tell you, that would be. Older, and they yeah, are, hopefully and, that doesn't happen, but that would definitely, I think that would cancel, you know, I think, I think obviously at that point, I think we'll see. We wouldn't see sports to twenty twenty one. I know people don't want to hear that, but people have to be realistic about the situation. Look how fast NBA got canceled. I mean, they were going to play Rudy Gobert, uh, Rudy Gobert, and they stopped it right on the spot. That that game, yeah. you know, that, that was it. That we're not playing. I'll say this about the NBA: Adam Silver's leadership has to be very much appreciated. I mean, I know the average fan. Look, dude, I was bad as hell. The Pelicans weren't coming on that night. I was jacked up. I was like on beer number five or six. I'm ready to see the Pels in a huge game against the Kings. They're playing good basketball. I'm ready to jam, you know. But you got to be, like you said, you got to take the selfish personal, you know, pride out of it and say, hey, if we don't have, you know, like the Saints fans, I love the Saints as much as anybody. But I hear people say, oh, well, I better be able to get in the dome and have my seat. Man, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. There may not be fans at indoor facilities this season. It might not. We might not have a fan in the Superdome until 2021. That's a realistic thing that people have to accept. I know everybody's going to be like, oh, fuck that. But we have to be smart about this. You have to you understand, I mean? not only that is that can happen. Yeah. They were looking, that's the most likely thing to happen. Everything's being canceled. I mean, 2021 seems like the year that we're going to get back to, hopefully get back to normal. But 2020, man, like I said, I, I don't think we're going to see many fans. At most, I still say like a 25% fans. I can't see it exceeding much more than that as far as places that are going to allow fans to attend games. I mean, it's just too big of a risk, man. I mean, I understand the waiver thing. I mean, the dancing bear always brings that up, but it goes beyond that. It's a personal safety issue. There's just a lot of things for the players as well. I mean, there's a lot of factors. I mean, you don't want to make this worse. It's like you almost want to just knock it out, go through the struggle, and have greatness in 2021, get back to normal. You know, I mean, keep nickel and diamond it, you know, trying to patch it together, you know, trying to put a piece of tape on a water leak. You know what I'm saying? Shit ain't going to work. You know, you got to – you got to get this thing right. You got to go through the process. And with that, we're going to get y'all back to y'all normally scheduled shit y'all do at this time of night because it's get back to that porn hub. All about the Benjamins, baby. All right. All right, motherfucker. All right. We're out. Thank you, Senator. Tailgate504.com. Everything's real in the field. And what you